thank you for tuning into Holistic Finance, where we promote financial balance and financial health. Our mission is to simplify your finances so you can focus on your practice and enjoy life. Now here are your hosts, Ryan Burklow and Alex Collins. Hello everybody, welcome back to Holistic Finance. I am your host, Ryan Burklow. With me as always, my co-host, the very attractive Alex Collins. Thank you, Ryan. I appreciate that introduction. I, I am a little bit worried that uh, quarantine has officially gotten to you. Don't tell your wife. <laughs> so this is a podcast all about helping naturopaths build a practice uh, so that they can have the practice that they want and help the patients um, in the manner that you all help them. And Alex and I are very fortunate to have um, experienced what you all do, um, and we experienced the other side as well. And not that I wouldn't say that one side is better than the other, unless your experience. In this case, Alex and I ex- had bad experiences on one side, but that integrative holistic approach is is so important, and that's that's why we started this podcast. That's why we started. Um, really wanting to help naturopaths build a practice so that you all can get known for what you do and bring that value to the world. You're right, Alex. Absolutely. No, totally good. So in our last podcast episode, we spoke into, you know, how do you manage, like, what is it you're building and what are the steps to get there? Right. And we talked about purpose. We talked about vision. We talked about, having a plan. In today's episode, we're going to go a little bit deeper into, you know, what's your vision? And so the the three takeaways that we want you, and really they're questions we want you to think about is, A, what is your vision? What what practice, what does that, what does your practice look like, you know, 10, 15, 20 years from now? you You can snap your fingers and make it anything you want it to look like. What, what's like, describe it as in as rich of detail as you can. Like, what are the day to day activities? What are the things you're focusing on? That that type of thing. And then number two, what's your role in that vision? Like, is it different than what it is now? And then number three, what's the steps that you can take now to eventually get you there? Bless so, you. thank you. I don't think the listeners heard that. So they now know I sneezed. (laughs) (laughs) So let's dive into this. Like, what's your vision? Um, I'm not a visionary type of person. And I think I might be unique in that, in that situation. When I think of vision now, my, my mindset around that has shifted. It's more of what is it that I want our practice to look like next year or 10 years from now? So have you all thought of that, right? So we, we spoke about lifestyle versus enterprise practice. Let's start there, right? Do we understand the difference between the two? Again, make sure you listen to that episode uh, around those two. And then which, which direction are you going, right? So what, if you went lifestyle practice, what does that look like, right? How many patients is that? How many days a week are we working? Like, what is that practice looking like? Yeah, and the, uh, absolutely. And then, and then the, 
the flip side of that is talking about uh, um, having an enterprise practice as opposed to the lifestyle. And so, okay, now how, how big do you want the practice to be? Now, how many physicians do you want to have? What are the different uh, um, ancillary uh, practices and modalities that you want to have available through through the clinic or, or attached to the clinic in some manner? Um, what does it look like, um, you know, in terms of uh, structure, you know, things of that nature? Again, how many folks are you seeing? What's the specialty or specialties? Like, what is it that you're really trying to build? And then, you know, to a, to a certain extent, when you're building an enterprise, like, okay, what's what's the plan to then keep that entity going beyond you? You know, are we looking for uh, another doc to transition it to? Are we bringing on partners? Like, what's that structure ultimately want to, what do you want it to look like? Yeah, just to add to that, how many locations do you want? Mm -hmm. What do you want a specified niche market that the entire practice runs around? Or do you want to have several NDs that have maybe their own niche markets that kind of tie to maybe your own niche market? Like what does that picture really look like? And it, it's difficult when you're, I mean, when you're early on, like it's, it's difficult, right? Like you're just trying to make sure that you've got patients to, to see and help. Mm -hmm. And then as you're growing, you start, right, like all the hats that you're wearing, you, you realize oftentimes you don't have the time to keep growing the practice if you've got all these other hats. So what is it you're building? What is what is What are the other people that you might possibly need to hire to help get you there? Like having this written down, not as a step-by-step -step because, it, you know, nothing goes exactly as planned. <laughs> However, if you know what you're building, if you know what you're building towards, it's it's obviously much easier to get there. Yeah, I and mean, at this point, we've kind of morphed into the the second question. You know, what's your role within the practice? If uh, if you're building a lifestyle practice, one of the roles that you have to hold is you have to hold the the role of practitioner because there isn't anybody else for you to hand it off to. Um, that's kind of the definition of a lifestyle practice. Now, there, there's other things that you may want to consider or think about in a lifestyle practice. Uh, how much staff do you want? Who are the other people? What do you want to offload? What do you want to keep yourself? Like all of those different things come in, come into play. Um, and, and, you know, to, to varying different uh, components. And then, like, if you've got a lifestyle practice, well, the planning works one way for lifestyle practices. It works a different way for enterprise practices. Yeah, I mean, oftentimes, you know, when, 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 let's just face it, most of the time when we're sitting down with uh, an ND in their practice, you know, you're starting out in that lifestyle practice type role with this, with this vision and hope of being able to bring on possibly other NDs so that you're not the only doctor in the practice. And that enables you to obviously grow the practice for one. And then for two, now put on more of a business hat rather than just the doctor hat. Right. So what does that role look like? How do you build towards that? Right. Like we're working with, we're working with one right now where the doctor, she wants to, she wants to have more of that business owner hat. She still wants to have the doctor role, but 
she wants that diminished quite a bit so she can really focus on the business and growing the business. And she needs to have other doctors that she can groom so that the people that are calling and wanting her help, she's able to have the other doctors help them. So it's not just that doctor's show. Oh, 100%. And there's, there's other folks out there that, you know, will say, hey, I love being a doctor. I don't want to deal with the business stuff. I want to hire an office manager or I want to hire a business partner who's going to come in and we'll let them run the business aspect. And I'm just going to be a successful practitioner so that there is no one solution to all of this. You know, it's, it's really, uh, you know, if you remember the, the create your own adventure stories from uh, from our youth, it, it's kind of that. Yeah, and it's all over the place. You know, we've got another doctor that while, I mean, she really wants to diminish her doctor duties. She loves being it, but what she's learning, she also loves is being an entrepreneur and she's wanting to purchase real estate. Like she's wanting to have all these other different types of businesses and she's learning and understanding that she can't play the doctor role, unfortunately, if, if that's what she wants. But she wants to have a practice and now multiple practices that is still building and helping her patients in that holistic way and then adding other pieces to it. So it goes all over the place, but what is it, right? What is your vision and what's your role in that vision? And that that allows you to then, okay, what, what steps, this is part three. So what are the steps now that you can take that eventually you'll get to that vision? Right, like oftentimes it's like, well, I probably need to hire a staff member. Like I probably shouldn't be working with all of this paperwork anymore. Right. And then it's identifying like, okay, there's a couple different ways to accomplish this. The first is taking a look at it from a, what do I like doing the least? The second is what am I the least efficient at? Um, and so much of this depends upon the, the mechanics and the finances of the, the practice and the structure. Um, like there, there are different price points and different structures. And so it, it might not be that you hire like the person that you think you want to hire first, just because it's out of reach and, and you need to take a step before you can actually, you know, make that jump to having, you know, a full-time office manager. You know, maybe it's that you hire the receptionist first or whatever it may be. And it could go to another step where, so I, I'm envisioning a practice that is is thriving and, you know, maybe the doctor is listening to us and thinking, you know, I'm really good at marketing and, and getting patients in the door to the practice. If I could give up X, Y, and Z duties, I can then focus on that, which allows my practice to help that many more people which gets to the vision that I'm looking for, right? So focusing on being that the business owner slash mar more marketer in the business than say the doctor. Yeah, hundred percent. I mean, what the, what this is designed to do is it's designed to get you closer and closer to what is your unique ability? What do you really enjoy doing? And hopefully those two things intersect perfectly. They don't always, um, but trying to figure out like, okay, what, what's the most important aspect and then uh, focusing on that um, and then, you know, delegating and hiring the rest of the tasks. So 
having having that plan, like what steps, right? It's so hard. You know, Alex and I have this grandiose vision about our practice, and we're not there yet. But we do sit down and we talk about, okay, what steps can we take this year to slowly get there, right? Like, what is it we can take off our plates? Like, we actually just hired another part-time employee to help in areas so that we can continue to grow and, and get to that vision, right? So, Alice and I had a conversation. We started looking at, okay, where is it on our team that's bogging us down a bit that we can maybe hire someone else to come on board so that we can use all of our team's efforts and and talents in the right places. Well, and so much of those conversations, we're trying to figure out not only what uh, what my unique talent is, but also like what's yours. What's the what are the existing team members? Where is the where's the next place that we want to go in terms of like hiring somebody? And then also some of it is going to revolve around. Like, okay, do we have a candidate already in mind? Do we have somebody that we want to hire into the practice? Um, and then making sure that, that uh, like, we're, we're somewhat tailoring the position. For, like, if we have that right person, like, from my standpoint, it's way more important to get the right people on the bus. We can make sure that they get put in the right seats maybe uh, after we figure out the right people. Yeah, sometimes you find, might find a really good person that should be on your team and you just need to find the spot for them, even if mm -hmm. it's not like the spot you're hiring for, because you, that person could be bringing a whole other piece to the practice that you hadn't thought of. And you want to bring on that right, that right person and that, that culture. And it, believe me, it helps dramatically. And let's not sit and pretend, Alex, that we didn't him and haul overtaking these different steps from a financial piece, right? There's some risk involved in that aspect. Sure. Um, but, but the belief in what you're building and that, again, going back to the purpose from the last conversation helps take that step, even though it's scary. Uh, absolutely. And, and just because you hire somebody for one position doesn't mean that that can't morph over time. Like you and I have had that happen a couple of different times where with, with folks we've hired, like, we were hiring them for one particular pur purpose and after we got to know them after they got to know us after they they learned systems and structures it was like oh got it you shouldn't be doing this role you should be doing that role let's shift your role to where you're you're going to be more effective and efficient and if we need to go hire somebody else for for this role great we'll do that if you know ryan and alex need to take it on again at least short term we'll take it on again it's all about trying to make ourselves more efficient and effective and be able to do better for uh, our clients uh, in terms of, of how we help them. Yeah, um, and this is, it just popped in my head here. So we're going off script here, Alex, not that we scripted this all out, but we didn't <laughs> talk about this prior to the recording this. You know, you and I have been talking about helping start study groups for, for the naturopaths and the different associations that we're involved in. And one of those, the, um, this is the conversations that I think will bring the most value is a newer ND that's growing their practice, being able to talk to an experienced ND that's gone through those steps is, is so valuable, right? It, it's, it's priceless. Absolutely. That one, it's, it's, it's so much of it is, isn't even necessarily like whomever the expert in the field is. So like if, if you and I are running a study group and we're talking about 
um, you know, vision, like, yes, we can talk until we're blue in the face about it. However, if you have four or five of your peers in the same room or on the same Zoom call, like, wow, that's going to be much more impactful than anything you or I could say. Yeah, 100%. And so Alex and I actually are working on um, possibly getting that going with the different associations that we're involved, we're involved with, um, mainly because when we're working with you all, and granted we are working on the financial side of things, but we do have these types of conversations with you to understand what it is you're building. Sometimes we can add some insight as well because we've, we are building a practice ourselves, so we've kind of gone through those same stages. But th the reason I bring up this study group is you know, if, if you don't have a study group formed, maybe you should look into that. Like, who can you reach out to to have, you know, a once a month, 30 minute call or an hour time block to have that conversation because it's so valuable and reach out to us if you're interested in doing that, because we are starting yeah. to form those type of groups. So um, I haven't mentioned the site you can go to. So go to holistic-finance.com. And if you're interested in the study groups, send us a message and put in the subject study group. Um, that way we can start getting some, some details around that and we can start um, formulating that for you all. So that, that's a huge piece. That's, a, that's like the next step that Alex and I are trying to do for, for the resource um, for you all. Yeah, because you know that I constantly butcher the website. Um, I'd actually just pulled up. The, the exact uh, phrasing of it, which is holistic-finance.com uh, with that exact con concept. If you are interested in a study group, shoot us a message, let us know, and, and we're happy to go ahead and, and get you connected up in, inside of a study group. Perfect. I think that's our question of the day, Alex. That is our question of the day, Ryan. Awesome. So if you found this episode valuable, please, please, please share it, right? Share it with your colleagues. You know, this is all about being a resource for you all. And it it is it's difficult sometimes uh, to have these conversations and it's a lot easier when you can talk to other people about it. So um, we want to spur that on for you all. So appreciate you guys listening to us. Let us know if we can help with anything. And Mr. Collins, as always. Make it a great day. This podcast is for informational purposes only and it's not to be construed as tax, legal, or investment advice. Although the information has been gathered from sources believed to be reliable, please note that individual situations can vary. Therefore, the information should be relied upon only when coordinated with individual professional advice. Guest speakers and their firms are not affiliated with or endorsed by Park Avenue Securities Guardian or Quantified Financial Partners and opinions stated are their own. Guardian, its subsidiaries, agents, and employees do not provide tax, legal, or accounting advice. Consult your tax, legal, or accounting professional regarding your individual situation. All investments and investment strategies contain risk and may lose value. Brian and Alex are registered representatives and financial advisors of Park Avenue Securities, LLC. OSJ 333 North Indian Hill Boulevard, Claremont, California, 9171. 909-399-1100. Securities products and advisory services offered through Park Avenue Securities, Membra, Membra, SIPC. Financial representatives of the Guardian, Life Insurance Company of America, Guardian, New York, New York. Park Avenue Securities is a wholly owned subsidiary of Guardian. 
Bonafide Financial Partners is not an affiliate or a subsidiary of Park Avenue Securities or Guardian. Number 22.